All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. You guys, I did it. I quieted my neurotic brain long enough to go out of state to have a very hot, hot wife encounter with a very sexy California man. Before we talk about that, though, we want to thank Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. If you are someone looking to get into the lifestyle to start interacting with great people but do it in a safe place, Cassidy is the way to go because they take their security very seriously there. None of your pics are going to end up on some Google's image search thing. And that's really important to a lot of lifestylers. That discretion, the peace of mind of knowing that you can just focus on the fun and connecting with other people rather than being worried about who is going to see your information. So if that's you, if that describes you, head on over to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage to get started today. Try it free for an entire month. Again, that's frontporchswingers.com. Click on the Cassidy banner to try it out. And once you do, you'll get a friend request from us. You can see our communities there and start connecting with sexy people in your area. We hope you love Cassidy.com. So we have a special guest in studio today. We do. He's, he's a little distracting if I'm being completely honest. Yeah, well, he's just trying to figure out what's going on and where he's at. And <laughs> so we are dog sitting for uh, my play partner, Jade, who is traveling. So he is hanging out with us for a few days. He is just the cutest thing ever, but super confused about where he is right so now. So distracting. My ADD brain is going <laughs> fucking wild right now. So hopefully this works out. Well, so is his. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, you we are pet sitting for her while she travels yeah. and you know before that you guys got to have a little bit of naughty fun at the lifestyle club at our last Real Hot Wives of Las Vegas party and I got to listen. Yeah, she uh, had to, she obviously had the time to come before she took off the following day. And so what's interesting when she and I were talking leading up to Thursday night, she's like, hey, I got a great idea because the plan was for her to come and we could all say goodbye to her, you know, that kind of thing. And she's like, why don't we recreate the first time you and I were together? Because if you remember, the first time she and I did any kind of play at all was at one of our Hot Wife events yes. on a Thursday night. And so that's exactly what we did. Same room. It was the same, not not the same play necessarily because this was way more intense and much hotter. <laughs> I would think uh, so, yeah. Because, you know, obviously it's, it's been a, a year now. And so, yeah, it was super fucking cool. I had a great time, which of course I don't, I rarely play at our events. So it's always me out of my comfort zone, but much easier with a regular play partner. Well, obviously we'll talk about this at a later date because I think it's interesting and I want to hear all the details, but I did feel like a little bit of a perv i'm yeah, not you, gonna lie well, you told me ahead of time like i think i'm gonna listen at the door i'm like really how interesting and i couldn't i could not hear you out there i didn't know that you were there i heard voices but i couldn't tell who was so out here's there. what's happening you're in the room i'm listening with my basically my ear up against the door and then you have all these guys that are coming down the hallway and like wanting to talk to me and connect and i was flattered by that but i'm like hey could you maybe like shut the fuck up for like two minutes so i can listen to my <laughs> well also that it's typically single dudes that'll be walking around trying to see what's what's happening if there's anything they can get involved in and they get probably to the end of the hall and see you perving on the door and they're like wait a minute this isn't normal like, what's going on <laughs> It was fucking hot. I got to hear some naughty ass shit, you sluts. It was fun. We had a great time. It's, you know, I'm not going to see her now for like three weeks because she's right. traveling a lot. But yeah, it was super fucking fun. What a great time. And you have a date coming up. 
Tuesday as we're recording this. It's Sunday. Yes, I get to see someone I have not played with in, wow, like seven months probably. We've I have seen her now a few times because we, we see them socially, her and her husband. Right. We have a lot of the same friends. But we have not had a chance to play together since then because our schedules are always fucked up. But yeah, right now, as we sit here, Tuesday at 5 o'clock, I have a date. Finally. And she sent me a text message. She's like, so drinks dinner or should we just get to it <laughs> I was what like, did you say i was like yeah let's just get after it oh you naughty <laughs> so, man yeah we could have a drink another time <laughs> which is what she and i did not too long ago we met for cocktails because we hadn't seen each other for a while right you've got the drinks out of the way it's time to just get to business yeah that's a done deal that's yeah. A but yeah <laughs> she's, she's cute i love them we got to meet them well i've met them now twice yeah. at mutual friends parties and things like that and she's so damn sweet yeah they're they're awesome people and she's delightful i can't wait to see her and then, so you and Jade played at our last um, Real Hot Waves party here in Las Vegas. That was a great event. Amazing. And I was not expecting to play, but I got down a little bit too. You did. You did. Your, one of your regular, more regular play partners happened to be there. And it just worked out. When Jade and I finished up, she had to leave pretty early. She had a super early flight. So she couldn't stick around. And then so I was kind of mingling and chatting with some of our regular guests. And then uh, I kind of saw you sitting talking to him. And I thought, okay, there's, there's probably, matter of fact, I said something to the guy I was talking to, our, our mutual friend. I said, there's a good chance this is happening. He's like, yeah. I said, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a regular play partner for Brendan. <laughs> I have absolutely no doubt. And then, of course, you start making out with the guy, you know, which was a dead giveaway for Okay, me. so let's talk about my bratty side, though, that night, according to him. I want to talk about this topic. Oh, yeah, you and I discussed this. Because I think that, for me, it's probably a little bit of neuroses. It's like this weird thing that's in my brain that probably doesn't matter that much. But my whole thing is like, I understand if you go to a play party, especially if you're an attractive guy like he is, you're in high demand, lots of women want your attention. And there's nothing wrong with playing with multiple people in a night. But for me, I don't really like the idea of like a sloppy seconds type of situation. So he's interacting with me and I'm like, did you play already tonight? I'm pretty sure I saw you sneak off. And he's like, yeah, I did. And I was like, well, I'd really like for you to go clean everything up and put a mint in your mouth. And he's like, well, I already cleaned up. I'm like, yeah, but for my peace of mind, I would love to know you're once again going and and freshening up. And he was kind of not shitty by any means, but just kind of questioning of it. Well, I'm sure it threw him off a little bit because he, you know, he didn't expect that from you necessarily because it's never been an issue for you before because normally he comes to our place and you see him there kind of thing. And, right. You know, or the I think maybe the one other time you played with him at the event, you were the only person he played with or the first person anyway. Certainly the first, yeah. yes. So, yeah, I'm sure from him he wasn't really expecting that and probably doesn't get that a lot. But you and I talked about well, it. But that's my me. point. Is this kind of like a weird just thing in my head? Am I being a brat? Like, no. what What does this look like? No, I don't think so. I mean, for me, I don't I don't necessarily feel any differently about it. And if from his if I were him and of course he did, you know, obviously takes care of himself. He's super well groomed for me. If I had just played, for example, you know, Jade and I had just played whether I was then going to play with you or someone else afterward. I would absolutely have cleaned myself up, like almost to the point where I probably would have wanted to change clothing. Right. So that, well, that's my neurosis. That's my thing, too. Like the one and only time I played with multiple people in one night, I went back to it was a hotel takeover. Yeah. And I went back to the room, showered, put on a new piece of lingerie before I went to see the second guy. Yeah, I think there's just a I don't know. I think it's a respect thing. It's also a you know, it's a self-respect thing. I want to feel good about how I feel. Not just for the person that I'm about to play with, but I got to feel good with myself in order to be at my 
best, right? No matter what it is. I mean, I guess. But his point was like, yeah, I'm, you know, my age. I'm not going to say his age. But he's like, I'm a grown ass man. I got done playing and I immediately went to go clean myself up. And in my head, it was like, okay, I get that. But I would feel better if I knew like right before you and I played that you cleaned yourself up and put a fucking mitt in your mouth. And he was kind of acting like I was being a little bit of a brat. (laughs) Well, you definitely are bratty, but I don't think that's the reason you're bratty. Do you care to explain how am I a brat? Enlighten us. uh, I don't think I have to to anyone who's ever met you necessarily, (laughs) but you absolutely do have bratty tendencies. But for me, like, you know, when we go to our uh, events or hotel takeovers or whatever event we go to, you know me, I'm <laughs> I'm foolishly prepared. I have the wipes. I've got the, you know, the Manscaped ball wipes. I have the tube. I got it. I got everything. Mints, gum, you name it. I got it all. Yeah, the you little know, mini deodorant. deodorants. Yeah. yeah, I got everything. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I just, and you're carrying that shit for a reason. You, you need to use it. Right. right? And, so, and he had it. He had it with him. He carried, he had his little bag with him as, you know, anybody, any single dude who wants to be prepared in this space should. And so, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with asking somebody to do that or being certain that someone has done that. And I, and what I would say, probably in a situation like that, and I don't know, he maybe didn't know either whether you had played with someone else. But if I were going to play with with someone, as I mentioned, like after I played with Jade that night, I would say, look, I'm going to clean myself up. Not that I would necessarily say to someone, I would appreciate it if you did the same, but I would leave the door (laughs) open and say, I'll give you an opportunity to take some time as well. I'm going to go clean myself up kind of thing. Yeah. I would I would have to do that. Yeah, I mean, it's so weird because I'm not I, I never want to make anyone feel shamed for playing with other people. Well, like, no, you let should me ask be able a question. Let okay. me ask a question. OK, <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with you asking him to do that. OK, not at all, as I just mentioned, because it's something I would. It, it, in fact, if someone didn't ask me that, I probably would be surprised. Let's flip it, though. Okay. What if he said, hey, listen, I just saw you a couple hours ago playing with some dude. Have you cleaned yourself up? Have you minted and, and kind of rinsed in the whole nine yards? Is that acceptable? I think it depends on how it's said. How you just said it, no. Right. But, but if he had said like, hey, I would love to play with you tonight, but I know you've already played. You know, would you mind freshening up a little bit and meeting me somewhere? I think that's different. Is it though? Is it's that, a level is it, of tact. But again, it's... It's a, I don't know, it's a double-edged sword. I think guys, I don't think guys You think, think it's a double standard? With, yeah, I don't think guys can get away with it. Well, I think most guys don't give a shit. That's the difference. Well, that's a huge issue for me. <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation. I think most men don't even think about, oh, she already fucked someone, that's now she's going to fuck me. That's an episode all in of itself. Now, yeah. with that said, however, there's nothing I find hotter than when you have just played with someone and then you and I play. At, like right after. At, right after. And you smell like the it's, pheromones and right. everything. That's, a, yeah. that's, a, that's an animalistic thing. But you and I, are we're partnered. There's a very different, it's different for me. It's 100% different because the times you've come home from Jade or Susan's house right. and you smell like their perfume. Exactly. Or there's even been a couple times you'll have one of their makeups on you. Oh, yeah. That I, turns me the fuck on. I didn't but, even realize I had Jade's lipstick all over my fucking face. <laughs> That's a little different to me because it's almost like a reclamation thing. Like yes. now I'm reclaiming what's mine and I don't care what's there. Yeah, that's that, very different. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying any of this is logical for me to be all weirded out by somebody playing with somebody else and potentially smelling like another woman. For me, it's just a turn off if it's not you. Like if it's just some guy that I'm playing with and he smells like another woman's pussy. Right. I'm just not into that. Well, it's also, a, you know, it's not just the other person, right? I played with Jade for a little over 30 minutes. We have a 30-minute limit on the rooms when you close the door and it's private. So I, I was a, a scofflaw. I was about five minutes over. <laughs> but it was hot, like heat hot. The room was hot. It was steamy. I was sweating. 
I would have felt completely disgusting had I tried to play with someone without literally jumping in the shower and cleaning myself up in that situation. And there right. was a shower on property, obviously. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't have been able to do that because I could I could smell myself, you right. know? That's just a personal thing. But, yes, to go back to my original question, I think it's less likely for a male to get away with that, saying that to a female. I, I really don't think a lot of guys would have the nerve to say that. And if they did, I don't think it would be received very well on a large percentage. Well, do you think I was a bitch? I didn't mean to be a bitch. No, because I think there's, there has to be levels of standard. I don't really care what it is. Right. Everything, there should be standards in everything. Right. So if I expect something, I have to provide the same. Now, maybe he wouldn't have cared. That's cool. If he didn't, that's his totally his thing. Sure. But you do. And you're not saying, hey, that's gross. I don't want to do that. You're saying, look, I want to play with you. In order for you to get access to that play, this is really all I need you to do. And it's the fucking bare minimum. You didn't tell him to jump in the shower and scrub his ass. No. You just said, freshen yourself up, throw in a mint, let's get to the other room. That's not a big fucking deal. Right. I don't think that's, that's not at all too much to ask. Right? That's the minimum. So, no, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. But I think men should be able to do the same. I think they should. I just... But again, back to my point, this is a hot wife event. You've got couples and single dudes. Right. Single guys historically are already at the bottom of the pyramid, right? Which we don't agree with. We don't agree but with it's it, but that's the way people look at it. Natural selection in the lifestyle, yeah, for sure. that's the way most couples look at it. Guys right. all the way at the bottom. Bi- bisexual guys all the way, they're underneath the single dudes, right? right? So, Not in my book. No, not in mine either. But in that situation, <laughs> it's almost, I, could, I know that there would be couples that would be offended by it. Right. But the, given the reverse... Absolutely not. They would expect nothing but, you know, but absolute cleanliness and, you know, all that kind of thing. But to ask someone else's partner, I think they would take offense to that. Interesting. I absolutely do. I wouldn't take offense to it personally. No, of course not. Why but, would I mean, but you. It's but not also, meant to be offensive. It's just to say, hey, here's my comfort level. Here's what I need from you in order to feel like this is going to be a hot fucking experience. Because I know myself. If I hadn't said anything and we just got into a room and I smelled another woman on him, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not really into this. Yeah. No. No. Thank you. Yeah. Again, for me, I want to feel clean. More than anything. Right. If I don't feel clean, I cannot expect you to think that I am. Right. <laughs> Even if I had gone through the trouble of cleaning myself and getting in the shower and all those things, if someone said to me, hey, I know you played earlier and I'm sure you cleaned yourself up. Would you mind freshening up a bit more? No, absolutely not. Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? I smell better. Like I'm cleaner than I was before. And that's kind of the thing with, you know, group play for me. I've found myself in multiple situations where I've been in a group playing and it starts off really hot. And then there's these little neurotic thoughts that starts creeping into my brain. Like, oh, someone else's mouth that I don't really know was just on that same cock. Do I really want to put my mouth on it afterwards? Yeah. And it's not the idea because we know instinctively that 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 happens in in the lifestyle. But I don't need to see it. Exactly. see it it's just that much worse exactly right? all you're doing is exacerbating the my fucking neuroses right right that, that's the issue and yeah. that's the biggest issue for me and group play the yes. concept of it it's not my thing i don't engage but that would be my biggest issue it's that germaphobe that comes out and you're like <laughs> okay there's a lot of mouths on that and i don't know if i want to do that necessarily right, right. right? It, it's tantamount to being in a bar you're taking a drink of something. Someone says, wow, that looks really good. Can I taste that? And they're drinking out of your drinks. Fucking total stranger. You know, I mean, and that's just a glass. Right. You know? so right. it's they're not, not putting their entire mouth yeah. down on the glass. Yeah, it's, not a, it's a totally different thing. Right. So, but I, I, yeah, I don't I, look 
the original question was, do I think there's a problem with what you said? Absolutely not. I also, to a much higher degree, don't think it's a problem because there's a familiarity between you and he. No, and he was a very good sport about it. I mean, he did kind of like guffaw at me a little bit, but then he was like, okay, I'm going to go clean up because obviously I want to fuck you. But he also knows you well enough to go, okay, that's Braddy Brenner. I totally get it. <laughs> right. Yeah. To be fair, he did totally uh, pay me back in the room. I'm quite sure will. he did. You guys have a great time together. <laughs> so yeah, I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think people should, should have a standard. I think you should adhere to that standard. I don't think there's anything wrong with being fucking fresh and clean, man. I want to be at my best. I don't I don't want to offend anybody. Right. You know, I would I would not do that. In fact, I cannot think of a time where you and I were at an event or a takeover or anything like that where I didn't play with someone and then not go immediately to our room or someplace and and just shower, change clothes. That's the other thing I tell guys all the time. You got your little bag with you? Bring a change of underwear and a t-shirt. You yeah, but be able you are that. a different beast. I mean, you are a, clen- a clean freak to the fucking nth degree. Yeah, you're not the average man in that way. But even if you're not that guy, you're the guy that goes to your, you know, your bachelor pad, throws your sh- shit on the floor and goes to bed, worry about, you know, what, doing laundry another time. <laughs> even if that's you, and that's totally fine, a lot of guys are, you're in a different space at that point, right? right? You have to take other people into consideration. And also, don't be foolish. You want to put your best foot forward. Listen, if I see a single guy behave that way... I'm going to point it out and go, hey, man, fucking solid job. I would even say something to you like, that guy gets it, right? He went and played. He came out. I don't know whether he changed his underwear or not, but he's got a different shirt on, different set of clothes, cleaned himself up. That's a solid fucking dude. Yeah. You know, I yeah. notice shit. Well, and that's a big deal. When guys walk into our parties with a little bag, I'm like, oh, you fucking get it. Well, especially And the guys they... that walk in with nothing or if I'm talking to them about like, here's your locker if you need one and here's where you can find locks. Yes. And I can tell they're not looking to put anything in a locker. It's like, so you brought nothing with you? Right, right. You well, either expect to not play at all. Or you just didn't think ahead in the slightest. Well, it's also the guys that leave wearing, as I said, a different set of clothing or a different right. shirt at least. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, you could spot those guys. And so, yeah, I appreciate that shit. For me, that's that's who I am. I got my, you know, if we go to someplace, I've got my little tiny little backpack with all my stuff shoved in there. Yep. And, you know, if I need to change something, I'm good to go. I do not want to be without some shit. Yeah. You know, so but I think it is even interesting in there or something. It is interesting that you bring up the fact that it's different with you than with other men, because with you. I love it. With other guys, I find it kind of offensive. And again, that's just a, like a psychological thing for me with you, like me reclaiming you versus a play partner. Right. So, I mean, you know, there's levels to everything, but there I have... are. But I, I do think that in those situations, standards should be adhered to. Yeah. You should have a set of standards and then adhere to them, whatever I agree. they may be. Yeah. And yeah. I might be a brat, but I am what I am. So. Oh, you're a total fucking brat. Really? Not because of that, though. I'm a really big fucking brat. Yes. I don't even know what you're talking about. You can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> okay, let's move on to single guy tip of the week because I have an important one. I think we've covered it before, but I want to kind of circle back based on some things that have happened recently. I don't understand why men get into this space if they don't like women. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to explain that to me. I'm I don't mean from confused. a sexual perspective. Oh, I mean, if you are a misogynist, if you are somebody who doesn't view sexually explorative women in a positive light, why the fuck are you trying to hook up with them? Well, the, I think you're, well, I don't know how you're just now realizing those guys exist in this space. I'm not just now because, realizing it. It's just happened a lot recently. Well, in my opinion, many, many, many of the guys that we have personally denied membership to and, you know, different things. It's obvious that some guys get in this space, in my opinion, because they've had a terrible history with relationships, 
primarily because of their behavior toward women. Then they get into the hot wife space thinking, okay, this is an easy score. I don't have to do shit but be a stunt dick. So I, it, I don't need to be super fucking charismatic or super nice or respectful or any of that shit. They're there for the same reason I am. Those guys quickly get into the space and find out they could not be more incorrect. Well, so let me tell the story of what happened so that we can have a little context to this entire thing. A guy reached out on the kink site that we use right. and was giving me lots of compliments. You know, you're beautiful. I love the things that you have to say in your profile. I'd really like to get together with you sometime. Maybe I can buy you a drink, blah, 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 blah. I go and look at his profile. His bio is nothing but cliche misogynistic bullshit. Things like women are naturally submissive. And if you don't agree with that, then you shouldn't fucking reach out to me. And things like I like women that know their place and all of these just horrible fucking things that they've heard regurgitated on YouTube a million times and they throw onto their bio because it makes them seem important. Well, but my first question to those guys is always how often does that work? Like, honestly, how often does a woman see your bio and go, oh, my panties are wet? I think there's I, a, I think you're underestimating how many pick-me women there are out there. I, how many women that just want to feel important and don't care about their own value. Unfortunately, that's, I, I would be I don't I think it's the norm, but I think that there's a lot of women out there like that. I, 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 I don't know. I, I guess I don't know any of them. Yeah, so well, thankfully, yeah. no. But but to be fair, we surround ourselves with incredibly empowered, intelligent, independent women. Well, you, like, cause just as you're saying that, I'm thinking to myself, I wonder what Susan would say if someone said that. To oh her. my God, could you imagine? She would eviscerate him. Ugh. Jade, Jade is very submissive in the bedroom. That does not mean you're going to treat her that way. She's just Hell like no. you in that in that you know in that case. And someone saying something like that to her would be catastrophic for them (laughs) it would be so bad right she's so intelligent i would say the average woman in the lifestyle is like susan and jade and myself like we are very much we know aware of our own power and we're not going to put up with any bullshit yet you have these men that believe those types of things and they still reach out to me and so i was like i'm going to play this game we're going to play a little game of cat and mouse my friend so i was like explain to me exactly why you think i'm a good fit for you based on your profile and my profile because from my perspective we have nothing in common there is nothing that is going to tie us together that would make you think i'm a good fit for you and he responds back very honestly i was actually very surprised by saying that he's in a period of his life right now where he just wants to have fun and he views the lifestyle as an easy way to do that and despite the fact that i may not be a high quality woman that he would date he would absolutely fuck me those were his exact words do you think that was a compliment well i think by that point he knew he wasn't going to get any anyway so i think he was just being a little shitty or just being brutally honest because it just didn't fucking matter at that point you know listen Here's the thing for any of these, any guys listening that think that that's a fucking way to go. In order for you to get to a woman who does have those submissive tendencies, and that's something that you are genuinely looking for, and that's something that really kind of moves you, before you ever get to experience that, you have to show a very high level of respect first. Because if she does possess those qualities, you're never going to get near them. If you don't treat her with respect. And if she doesn't feel safe. Because men like that don't make me feel safe. Because I know they don't have any real 
sense of value of who I am. Well, they also don't give a shit about your satisfaction, your pleasure. Your, no, nothing. I'm an empty vessel as far as they're concerned. I'm a hole to stick in. Well, that's yeah. You're you're just a tool. Right. At that point, you're yeah. just a you're just a tool. Utilization is all you're there <laughs> exactly. for. Exactly. You know, you're a hammer, fucking a wrench. <laughs> right. I mean, that's really all you are. So a wrench with a big old booty. Yeah, that's what that's, I am. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. And the guys that really that that behave that way. I have to believe have a very, very low infinitesimal success rate. And, and maybe so. that's by design because I am also a firm believer that there are a lot of digital players in this space. Oh, and that's so very true. very few virtual players. Well, that and that's one of the things that kind of came to mind when I was talking to him. I don't think he expects to be successful. I think he hates women. Well, yeah. No, <laughs> and think... he wants to he wants to put himself in a position where he's above the women he's communicating with to make himself feel more important. I truly believe that's what that was. Well, also in a situation like his, he's so over the top with it. it he's probably thinking to himself, there aren't going to be a lot of women if he's a realist that are going to respond to this. But the the very few that do, those are the ones I'm just going to go after because it's it's low-hanging fruit, right? Because right? right. this, this is a guy who clearly does not want to put in the work. And he also, frankly, doesn't know the job. Right, and I guess my point in bringing this up for a single guy tip is like, Obviously, this is a very extreme example of a man who doesn't respect women, <laughs> given what's in his profile and how he responded to me. I do also think, though, that there are a lot of single men that believe that they are just kind of floating around in this space until they find what they deem to be a more high quality woman that they're going to then be monogamous with. And the reason that I say that is because I've had a lot of single guys who have said things like to me, for example, how many men have you slept with recently? Why are you asking None of your me that? Fucking business. Well, right. You can ask about my testing history or about my condom usage if you're worried about your health and safety. If you're just trying to slut shame me, why the fuck are you in this space? Well, that's the ironic part, right? Because you've had that happen a couple of times with these many guys. Many times, not a couple of times, many. Inevitably, only for these guys to come back and go, hey, just wonder if maybe you yeah. wanted to give me a second chance. Hold on, motherfucker. Yep. So, what you're hoping to find is a virgin on a fucking lifestyle dating <laughs> platform. And when you haven't come across her in 6,000 fucking bios you're now going back to the beginning and going okay i guess i'm i'm not gonna find this i'll just <laughs> i'll just take whatever i can find fuck you you're just an idiot right right you're clearly not getting this and what fucking business is it of yours none right? what i don't understand that i would i would never be arrogant enough to ask a woman anything like that good absolutely never i've never done that in my life it's none of your fucking business yep you know and i tell i've i've had vanilla friends that have done this shit years ago and it's like look guy do you really want to know that answer? Because be yeah, but also, why do you care about that answer? It's an ego thing. If, but my if this person is, is is being safe and testing regularly and can show you test results, why the fuck do you care about how many people they've been with? But that comes from the vanilla world, is what I'm saying. That's not a lifestyle thing. That's it's a vanilla misogyny. Space. And guys that have done that in the past have done it and crashed and burned, which is why they are now in this space. Because if you have the audacity to ask a woman that and she's honest with you, particularly if it's one that you kind of like, and then she goes, uh, do you really want to know? And she's like, I don't know, 30, 40. And the guy just loses his fucking mind because his ego is shattered because in his feeble mind, he's now competing with the last 40 guys. Well, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Oh, I'm, I'm telling you, that's a real fucking thing. So that w when you see that in a lifestyle bio, I am firmly convinced... I, anyone can argue with me. I'm firmly convinced that that comes from the vanilla world. That's where that started. Have you ever, ever been to a lifestyle event and had a couple, a single male, single female, anyone ever ask you, how many people did you sleep with this weekend? Never. Not a fucking chance. Never. 
Not a chance. No, no but that's why I'm saying no it happens cares. so often with the single guys. Yes. Because they're not actually lifestyle guys. No, they're from the vanilla they're, world. Yes, they are used to dating in the vanilla world and being on Tinder and Bumble and having all of these preconceived notions about what it means to be a high quality woman. And that somehow means that you should have only had a certain number of partners prior to him. It's fucking bullshit. The entire thing is invented misogynistic bullshit. Well, so if you are that person, if you have those misconceptions about what it means to be a good quality woman, then you shouldn't be in this space. If you no. don't respect a woman's sexual exploration, but you expect her to play with you and suck your fucking cock, who the fuck are you? Well, and that's just a single guy thing, right? It's what you were originally talking about, like just a, an overall general respect uh, for women asking questions like that and putting stupid shit on your bio, like you should be instantly submissive because this guy has reached out. Nobody knows who the fuck you are. Nobody cares. Right. And if you expect to get to the point where you get to appreciate that submissiveness, you're going to have to do a whole lot better than that. So. Yeah. So I guess single guy tip of the week from my perspective is if you don't respect women, then don't be in this space because it will be sniffed out very, very quickly. Most of the women in this space are very empowered they are very proud of the lives they've created for themselves, including their sexual exploration. And if you don't like that, then don't interact with those women. Go back on fucking Christian Mingle or some shit and find yourself a fucking virgin. Well, but also in this space, you're dealing primarily with us, obviously, hot wife couples. Couple meaning there's probably a partner involved. Right. And that guy is going to sniff your bullshit out pretty quickly and certainly not going to permit you access to the most important thing to him. Right. Right. I mean, I would, that guy shows up to meet us for fucking drinks. He's done in 30 seconds. Right. So wh why even waste your time? You know, don't waste anyone else's time, certainly, but don't waste your own. Exactly. So I want to get on to more fun shit like me going to California and hanging out for two days with a very sexy man. I don't think I'm going to be able to cover everything today, but we're going to give kind of the first half of my trip in detail for you, too, for the first time. Yeah, I don't know much about it at all. <laughs> so before we get to that, though, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by Promescent. We all know that bedroom wellness products are not all created the same. They're not made with the same ingredients, and there are companies out there that just don't take it seriously. That's evident by things like me having rashes from a lot of lubes that exist on the market. I am so glad that I finally found Promescent with all of their high-quality ingredients that are tested on an array of different types of skin, so I have the peace of mind of knowing that when I use these products, I can just focus on the pleasure and the fun. I don't have to worry about a rash or an itch or any of those other uncomfortable sensations. I also love that Permescent makes products for everyone. Whether you're somebody who needs a little bit of extra help in terms of not finishing too quickly, you can check out their delay sprays. Or if you're a couple that just wants to spice things up in the bedroom with things like their amazing massage oils, Permescent has you covered. And right now, you can also get a 10% discount on all of their products by heading to promescent.com FPS. That's Promescent, P-R R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com slash FPS for 10% off of their amazing bedroom wellness products today. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Fume. Cold turkey may be great on a sandwich, but there's a much better way to break your bad habits, especially if that bad habit is one of the hand-to-mouth variety. I have a lot of people in my life that I absolutely love that needed to break a bad habit, and I actually sent them a fume because it's the perfect way to have something in their hand, help them be distracted from that bad habit and those cravings that they may be having. Fume is an innovative device. It's award-nominated, and instead of using electronics, fume is completely natural, and instead of using vapor, 
Fume uses nothing but flavored and plant-based air. All you have to do is insert these little cartridges into the Fume device. The cartridges themselves, like I said, are completely natural, plant-based material, so it's safe to use, and you don't have to feel guilty carrying it around with you for the day. Your Fume will also come with an adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting, giving your fingers a lot to do, which is incredibly helpful for de-stressing and anxiety while you're breaking your bad habit. I tried the Fume device. Honestly, I didn't think it was really going to be for me, but I love it. It is so cute. It's made of wood and metal. It feels so good in your hand. And the plant-based cartridges are delicious. My favorite is the mint by far. It tastes amazing. And it does really distract me from other bad habits too. Like I used to bite my nails a ton. It's so nice to be able to just have that in my hand rather than having the desire to chew all over my nails in the most disgusting way. So stopping whatever your bad habit is can be incredibly hard, but switching to Fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories, and there's no reason you can't be one of them. Join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use code FPS to save 10% off when you get the journey pack. That's tryfum.com. Use code FPS to save an additional 10% off of your order today. Are you coming to Sin City this summer or do you want to? Because we have two amazing events that we are so excited to be hosting right here in Las Vegas. The first is August 5th. We're doing a Sin City Saturday pool party at the Lexi. It is a beautiful pool. It is optional, so you can let those tatas out to get some sun on them. We're going to have games, giveaways, music, and so much more. And then just six weeks later, we have Pod Bash 2023, again happening at the Lexi. It is a complete hotel takeover going September 28th through October 1st. And this really is an event not to be missed. It's an immersive experience. It is unlike any other lifestyle event you have ever been to. Because not only are we going to have the usual pool parties and nightly themed dance parties, but there are also a ton of other amazing activities to keep you entertained and having fun throughout the entire weekend. If you would like to attend either or both of those events, make sure you head on over to members.frontporchswingers.com today to apply for membership and grab your tickets while they last. So I can honestly say that this experience that I'm going to talk about today was one of the most unique I've ever had since entering the lifestyle. Well, for sure. It's, it was unique in a lot of ways, obviously, for us. You, so And so nerve-wracking. Well, yeah, because this is a situation where you're not just playing with someone, not a stranger by any means, but you're playing with someone that you don't know that well, but also traveling out of state and spending the evening. Right. It's a big deal. It was. It was a really big deal. So basically, if you guys didn't hear a few weeks ago, there was a gentleman that came into town from California and he came specifically to see me and we had a play session. It was wonderful. It was rough. It was kinky. Everything was just really perfect. And he went back home and then we've been talking almost every day since then. And he made it very clear that he wanted me to come visit him and spend some time there. And there was a part of me that was super turned on by that idea. And then there was this bigger part of me that was like, what if it doesn't go well? What if it's not as good as the first time? What if he's actually a total douche and I have to spend two entire days in California with him? Just all of these neuroses going through my brain. So it was a really interesting kind of lead up to even me going. Well, yeah, but also I think we did it properly. We set it up properly, right? You were staying in your own hotel room. You didn't spend a night or, or anything at his house. And so if things did not go well in, in the beginning, for example, all that would have happened was you spent a day and a half in California, 
you know, yeah. no big fucking deal, right? In a really nice place and a really nice part of California. And, you know, that, that was really the whole thing. And we have friends there, but also we have mutual friends with this gentleman. So there was a really a very high level of comfort for me. There was a safety net there, yeah. yeah. We knew people that knew him that spoke very highly of him. He came with very good recommendations. So yeah, this is not just some random guy. And that's the other thing I want to put out there because when I started talking about this and put it on social media, I had multiple people that reached out and were like, "Oh, I wish you would have known I would have known that you were available for me right. to just fly out and, you know, have this fun with me." And it's like, "No, that's not what this was. This was me being very attracted to somebody, having an amazing first experience with them." that was very controlled because you were there you met him you were in the hotel the entire time we were together and in addition to that we have a lot of mutual friends or several mutual friends so yeah it was just a different thing but there was definitely this neurotic part of me I guess more so than anything it wasn't a safety thing I wasn't concerned that he was gonna like chop me up into a million pieces and stuff me in his trunk or anything I was more concerned that the first time was really really hot and the second time was gonna be a disappointment for either him or me or both of us and that was going to feel like a waste of time and money money not as important but time is so finite for us that if i had flown to another state to spend two days with somebody away from you away from work away from everything i care about and it had been a complete dud i would have felt like a failure yeah but again you can't look at it that way and i I wasn't thinking of it like that my concern was much like yours that the once the the heat wore off it wasn't going to be as much fun as it was the first time kind of thing so i think the only thing and you and i talked about it that we might do differently going forward in these situations is lessen the amount of time that you are actually out of town for example you flew out very early in the morning you spent the entire day and night there and then the following day you didn't fly out till nine o'clock at night right so now you have another whole entire day what we'll do is we'll fly you in early and fly you out early yeah so that at minimum you're there Maybe it's a good time, maybe it's not, but you're only there 24 hours-ish. And it's not like you have to have this, any awkwardness or, you know, be uncomfortable and not feel safe and, you know, those kinds of things. Yeah. I think that would be the only adjustment we might make. Maybe. And honestly, I don't think there's necessarily an adjustment that needs to be made because I'm going to talk about it, but we had two days of fun. I mean, so I'll just kind of tell the story. I flew in to San Jose. He picked me up at the airport. From the moment he picked me up, there was this interesting dynamic there because we had already been naked together. We had already been talking about all the things we wanted to do together. But as soon as I got in the car with him and he was a total gentleman, he came, sat at the airport, waited for me to arrive. He was waiting there with his car in the exact spot he needed to be, you know, when I got there, which made me feel amazing, total gentleman. But I get into his car and it's like, okay, this is interesting because it's a reminder that you are a virtual stranger. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, yes, we've been naked together. Yes, we've texted every day for the last two months, but you're still a stranger to me. Yeah, it's kind of like when you and I were talking the other day about it. It's like knowing someone for a brief period of time or like dating someone in the vanilla world and then going on that first like weekend getaway together. Right, exactly. Don't really know all that much about one another. You see a whole different side of somebody. Yeah, the the sex is great. It's it's super hot. You guys seem to like each other in the show short period of time you've been seeing each other well now you're going to spend the night together and maybe another night together you're going to find out very quickly if you can stand being around this person for any length of time <laughs> it's so true yeah so anyway we get in the car and he was such a gentleman he wanted to kind of like show me around the bay area and then he took me to this spot that was i guess it's best described as like a botanical garden yes it has a beautiful home on it it has a cafe it has kind of a little winery 
But the main focus is this beautiful outdoor area with these stunning flowers. And it's just acre after acre after acre, perfectly manicured everything. I mean, so he took me there. That was kind of our, our first adventure together. And it was very relaxing. And we walked around and we kind of flirted a little bit. But for the most part, it was just a very friendly outing beautiful setting. There was one point where we were kind of walking the gardens together and he came up and kind of grabbed me from behind. It was holding onto my waist from the back. But that was for the most part, that was the only real contact we had physically. So again, in my mind, I'm like, okay, has that kind of fizzled out? And we're now kind of in a friend zone. What does this look like? You know, then we leave and we went and had a drink somewhere. But again, just a very kind of friendly vibe. And there was a part of me that was like, okay, when does this start to shift, right? When do we go from fun, hanging out, you know, running around the the Bay Area to something a little bit more sensual and sexy? And it was in the car ride from where we stopped for a drink and the hotel. He kind of starts touching on me a little bit and he starts paying me some compliments. And I think I said to him something along the lines of, well, I didn't really know if we were going to get to this point. You've been so kind of quiet and subdued all day. And he's like, well, I'm just a very multi faceted person I can do a lot and I was like okay I like that you know and things heated the fuck up in the car I think both of us were kind of feeling the anticipation we had been talking so raunchy to each other for like the week leading up to me going to California that I just felt like there was all of this tension kind of sitting in the air making it wet (laughs) well yeah it's the lead up right that anticipation that's the that's the hot part so we're in the car he kind of starts rubbing on my leg and he's like I think you're really beautiful and I think you're really handsome you know just paying each other compliments and then he kind of starts playing with my pussy a little bit and I had no panties on in the car and I had this little dress on he kind of moves it up and kind of starts very lightly playing with my pussy and I was like well that's not fair if you're playing with my pussy I should be able to play with something on you too and he's like whatever you want to do so we're on the interstate in fucking San Francisco I unbutton his pants and take out his cock and start giving him roadhead Nice. (laughs) It was fucking hot. It felt so naughty. I mean, there was obviously his windows were pretty tinted. Otherwise, I wouldn't have done this. But it just felt like such a naughty, dirty thing to do, especially after how kind of classy the day had been prior to that. Yeah, you sent me a picture of the botanical gardens. Like, oh, that's that's pretty. Well, I'm in this, you know, little blue sundress and my hair is you know, all done up and we're walking around the botanical gardens and everything is very sophisticated. Then all of a sudden I'm busting out his cock and deep throating it on the interstate. That sounds more like it. You gotta balance shit, right? You yeah. can't it can't all be classy. That's everything boring in moderation. as fuck. Everything in moderation. So, but by then we are fucking itching for each other. In fact, I pull up into where I'm staying and there was this little area called Little Italy and he's like, Should we stop and check it out? I'm like, fuck no, I need to get fucked by you. Yeah, no like shit. right now. I've been waiting all day. So we pull up to the hotel. He lets me go up, get checked in, get into the room, kind of shower up. And I, of course, by this point, I am so fucking worked up. I'm literally taking a shower and playing with my pussy at the same time. I am so fucking hot and bothered. I broke up my wand. I was playing with my wand while I was in the bathroom. I had the music going just in case he knocked and wanted to come in. But I mean, I was so fucking worked up and I wanted him so bad because I think for him, it was kind of now that I've thought about it a little bit, I think it was kind of a power grab like he wanted to set the stage for the day and he wanted to really dictate what was going to happen and he was kind of teasing me and making me wait all this time well yeah well but again you've already waited this whole period because it's been i don't know weeks since you had seen him the first time so i can't imagine the anticipation being built up that much especially with all the flirting you guys were doing digitally because you and i were playing 
regularly and talking about it. So oh, it was it was going constantly, on for, for constantly, a week. Yeah. yeah. So so he finally comes in. At this point, I have changed into a piece of uh, wine colored lingerie that's very kind of drapey in the front. I put a robe over top of it, and he comes in and he takes out all of his bag of tricks. He has a flogger. He has a paddle. He has duct tape. And a couple of other things. I don't remember what else Good was thing you there. You didn't get pulled over on the way over there. No fucking joke. People would have thought he was trying to kidnap me. Oh, no shit. <laughs> sell me into you trafficking. Have some questions or to answer. <laughs> so, anyway, at this point, I have my wand out, two floggers, a paddle, and some other shit laying on the bed. And. He kind of pulls me over to him and just starts kissing me and starts kissing on my neck, kissing on my tits, kind of takes my robe down a little bit and is just kissing me everywhere. It's very sensual. Then he kind of starts biting on my neck a little bit. And then he lifts up my wine colored lingerie in the back and starts kind of swatting me on each ass cheek, which I fucking loved. And then we had talked about this ahead of time. Some of the things that I fucking love that I rarely get to experience. I love being pulled over someone's knee to be spanked it is so fucking hot that over the knee spanking thing i feel like just so come back to the conversation about women should be submissive well in this fucking moment i wanted to be submissive i wanted to be pulled over him and spanked and that's exactly what happened so he sat at the edge of the bed he yanked me over his lap he's holding me in place so aggressively assertively and fucking just this alpha energy it felt so fucking hot and he starts spanking me and at first it's very kind of not light by any means but not super aggressive either and he's going back and forth between one ass cheek and then the other and then the other ass cheek and then he stops every once in a while especially if i kind of start wincing a little bit and starts playing with my pussy in between my legs well you talk about being submissive but again as we mentioned there's a high high level of respect long before he ever got to oh a thousand percent a thousand percent so anyway he's playing with my pussy from the back then he goes back to spanking me i am gushing wet i think i even said to him at one point like i think i'm getting your legs wet and he's like i know i fucking love it It was just fucking hot. And then he tells me to get up and he has me put my hands up against the wall. The place that I had was very, very cool. It was kind of like a studio apartment type style. So the bedroom was not blocked off. There wasn't a door to the bedroom, but it was kind of in its own little alcove, if that makes sense. And it had a bunch of bare walls that made it perfect for doing a lot of the things that we wanted to do. So he pushes me up against the wall, tells me to put my hands up against it. And he starts spanking me like that and I am just like fucking melting. It felt so fucking good and he's talking dirty to me like he's saying things like you're going to service daddy's cock, aren't you? Very naughty. (laughs) I was like yes I am (laughs) and he's like good, you're a good little slut and I'm like I know I am. So he spanked me like that for a little while and then I spun around and he pushed me down onto my knees and he undoes his pants and pulls out his cock and his cock is so fucking nice. It is perfect for me, perfect size it's straight it's thick it's just delicious and so anyway i start sucking his cock very lightly kind of running my tongue around the tip of it down the shaft of it and then
And then he starts just pushing my head into his cock. He's face fucking me. And all of a sudden, I am crying. I have tears running down my face. I can feel the mascara start to go all over the place. I mean, it got fucking rough and aggressive. There was one moment he had one hand on the back of my neck, just grabbing me and controlling me, and the other one on the back of my head. So he is just, he has complete control over every motion that my body is doing, basically, on his cock. And it was so fucking sexy because I just felt like I could get completely lost in it. Like, I didn't have to think in that moment. He was thinking for me. Yeah, and I knew instinctively what the, what was really kind of happening throughout the course of the day. I mean, obviously, I didn't see any of it or even hear any of it, but I could tell by the length of time that had gone by b- b- between you and I communicating that this was this was uh, like super fucking hot and just this was happening for hours. Oh my god, it was it was hours. Yeah, as I'm saying this entire story, I'm just going to tell basically day 1. We'll tell day 2 at a later date. But day 1 alone was probably 4 hours of us fucking. So obviously I'm getting through it as quickly as possible so I cover as many of the hot details as possible, but this was a very long session. Me being on my knees sucking his cock probably lasted a good half hour. Yeah, well your knee you had bruises on your knees and your neck. <laughs> and your ass and your legs when you got home it was just so fucking hot so i'm then he stops face fucking me he tells me to get on my back on the bed so i do and he hikes up my lingerie so my pussy and my ass are exposed he gets down and starts licking on my pussy and this man is so fucking good with his mouth. He is swirling in all the right places. He's kind of nibbling on my pussy lips just ever so slightly. He's suctioning onto my clit. He's fingering me at the same time. I have my first orgasm. It's fucking crazy. I can feel that I'm just dripping wet. Then he starts doing something that you know fucking drives me crazy, which is he starts nibbling on the inside of my thighs. Yeah. And at first it's very light. It's just these little like almost like love bites, right? <laughs> just like Well, especially at right after after you orgasm, oh, you're so, I'm so sensitive. sensitive. Yeah. Oh, and it feels so good. It's like there's a lightning rod that's connected from my inner thigh directly to my fucking pussy. It just feels fucking amazing. So he's starting very lightly, almost like kissing with ever so slightly a nibble. And then I start moaning like crazy. And he's like, oh, you want more of that? And I was like, yes, I do. So he starts straight up biting on my inner thighs. And it is driving me fucking crazy. So I ask him in a very submissive manner if I can play with my pussy while he's doing that and he's like yes touch your pussy for me so I reach down and I start playing with my clit while he's biting my inner thighs and like sucking on them at one point I mean the whole thing was so sexy and he's holding each leg just in place I can't move at all he has me completely immobilized in that way just doing whatever the fuck he wants to me and my skin at this point is just like on fucking fire because like you just said I'm so sensitive I'm so into this entire thing I was able to make myself come just from playing with my pussy and him biting my thighs yeah that doesn't surprise me once you you know at that point of how sensitive you get like that I mean it really doesn't take that much more provided all you know, things are firing, you know? Oh, God, it felt so good. So then, of course, I'm like, I need you to fuck me. And he's totally teasing me. He's taking his sweet fucking time. He gets off the bed. He goes and grabs a towel out of the bathroom. He's messing around in his bag. Like, he knows what he's doing. He knows that I am laying there going, oh, my God, all I want is this fucking cock, you know? And so even when he gets kind of on top of me and he's getting ready to fuck me, he gives me this look like he's teasing me. And I'm like, you're just mean to me. (laughs) And he's like, you're going to get yours. Don't you fucking worry about it. And I'm like, well, I want it fucking now. Well, that's the, I mean, again, I I think back to what I've said a million times. 
when you're playing individually, you're playing solo, like you're a couple and you play on your own, and you can absolutely focus on what's going on. And in his this particular case, in his mind, there was absolutely no rush. You weren't going anywhere. Exactly. So there is no reason to not, you know, break out all the fucking tricks, right? There was, <laughs> he had all the time in the world. Well, he also knew how badly I wanted him. And he was doing a little bit of a mind fuck with me, which is something we actually talked about before I even got there. He was like, I don't want to just dominate your body. I want to dominate your mind too. I want you to know that I am 1000% in control right. when we're in the bedroom. And that's such a fucking turn on once again, when you know that that person respects you and you've had conversations ahead of time and yeah that's yeah. impossible to do with a stranger exactly but it, i mean the whole thing was just so fucking hot he knew exactly what it was he was doing so even when he gets on the bed with me he kind of is mounting me his cock is like kind of rubbing against me but he just has this look on his face of like sheer pride he knows what he's doing he loves that he's doing it to me i am kind of reaching down and playing with my pussy at one point he's like don't you touch that until i tell you you can and i was like okay and so he very slowly eases himself into me and he says something that is so fucking hot and you and I've kind of played with this a little bit too and I know a lot of people listening aren't going to be understanding of this dynamic and that's totally fucking okay but he pushes inside of me and I of course I'm like oh my god that feels so good I love that stretch and he's like yes I love stretching my pussy and I was like oh that's so fucking hot well I mean you and I have talked about this in situations like this there's Again, when you're comfortable with somebody, you know, whether it's me playing with Susan or Jade or you with someone that you are that comfortable with, being able to express yourself in whatever way makes sense in that moment, for you and I, just isn't an issue. Right. It just exactly. isn't an issue. Again, not to go through it too much because we're going to talk about it another time. You heard me playing with Jade. You heard the things we were saying to each other. It's not that different. No, it's fucking hot. And I want you to be able to explore in that way. But I mean, it did feel for me like I was just completely submitting to him in that moment. Like this, I was his to use. Well, yeah, and there's also and, another component, though. You're also away from home. Yeah. You're on your own. Yeah. You've traveled specifically to see him. This wasn't a situation where you were out of town and ran into somebody. You know, there are some very unique dynamics at play here. A hundred percent. They were fucking hot. So anyway, he's fucking me on top. Things get fucking wild. I mean, there's one point he is just drilling me. I am basically like clung onto him like a spider monkey, legs and hands wrapped around him. And he starts biting on my neck. And I'm like, oh my God, that feels so fucking good. And then he kind of sits up. He starts choking me with one hand and he pulls down my lingerie to reveal one of my tits with the other hand and starts slapping my tit and choking me at the same time that he's fucking me. It drove me fucking crazy. I cannot think of anything that feels more amazing than that triad together. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, obviously that's a go-to for you and I as well. Usually oh, when you're riding my cock. God, it was so fucking hot. I came so hard, I shoved his cock right out of out of myself. And he was like, don't do that again. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so he gets back inside of me, starts fucking me again. And we are just talking so dirty to each other. I'm telling him that cock feels amazing. You have one of my favorite cocks I've ever had. And, you know, just telling him that I want to be his little slut for the night. And he's like, I plan to use you all night long and I'm like good so I mean this went on with him on top of me fucking in the same position just him choking me slapping my tits biting me 
saying dirty shit to me for probably 45 minutes. It was fucking crazy. I'm not surprised. Like I said, I didn't hear from you for hours. He was sweating on me. I didn't give a fuck. We did kind of stop for a second. I sat up. I cleaned him off with the towel. We got a drink of water really quick. And then he wanted me to ride his cock. So I get on top of him and start riding him. And there was one moment I had one hand on each side of his chest on each peck and his muscles are just rippling. He's such a fucking hot man. And he reaches up with one hand, starts choking me and starts spanking my ass with the other hand while I'm just riding him like crazy. And he's like, is that all you've got? Is that the hardest you can ride that cock? And I'm like, no, I can do it better. And he's like, then fucking do it better. And I'm like, yes. I mean, the whole thing was just so fucking hot. And I I really do think the reason that it was as intense as it was, was because, I mean, Obviously, I'm very, very attracted to this man physically, but it's way more of a mental connection when he and I are in bed together. We just fucking get each other and we understand what the other person likes and we feed into that. And that ability to do that while also getting what we want out of the experience is just fucking fire. Well, yeah, I mean, we talk about it a lot. That that connection, that chemistry changes everything. Oh, my God. It was so fucking hot. So I rode his cock for a while and then he got back on top of me and he was fucking me and he was like, I'm getting ready to come. And I was like, I want to taste you. So he pulls out of me, you know, pulls the condom off, comes in my mouth, like gets down by my mouth, comes all over. It comes all over my face, all over my fucking chest. I mean, it there was cum everywhere. It was fucking everywhere, all over me, still dripping from his cock. He probably came for a solid like two minutes, not an exaggeration. He just keeps spurting out more cum. And I was so fucking turned on by that. And then he finally looks down at me and just bursts out laughing. Well, yeah, you're covered in it. Man. Yeah, he's like, you look so fucking awesome right now. He's like, you've got makeup and cum all over your face. I'm like, I can't imagine because again, at this point, it was easily three hours of fucking. Yeah, it was a hot second since I, I was, you know, we never want to interrupt each other and be disrespectful to whoever the other person's with. And I'm like, man, this has been a while. I was like, I wonder if I need to text her or something. And then eventually you sent me a message. Yeah, so we, so I go and clean myself up. I get back into bed. I texted you and said, hey, I'm okay. Just want to let you know. And he actually got a work call. He had to go take care of some work things really quick. But he's like, I probably have another, you know, half hour-ish 45 minutes. So we're just kind of lying in bed together. I put on some music. We're just kind of touching on each other, cuddling a little bit, which is also not my norm. That's how I know I was very comfortable in that situation because I'm literally enveloped in his body. Like he he's pulling me in. I'm on his chest. He has one leg wrapped around me. Usually I get very kind of claustrophobic and feel very I don't know, anxious in that situation. I didn't feel that at all. I was so at ease. I was so calm. It was just quiet. We laid there for a little bit and then I started stroking his cock again. Naturally. (laughs) He's like, you want more? And I'm like, fuck yes, I want more. So I get down in between his legs. I start sucking his cock again. And this was so fucking hot. The first time he and I were together, I don't think I touched his balls hardly at all. This time I asked if I could touch his balls and he was like, you can, but they're very, very sensitive. So I'm in between his legs and I'm just kind of flicking my tongue on his balls. I'm not sucking or anything, just very lightly flicking my tongue in different spots. And his entire body starts to kind of almost convulse. It was so fucking sexy. He was like, oh my God, that feels good. And his legs are shaking. So I keep doing that. And then I kind of start very lightly just kneading his balls 
else with my fingers while I'm sucking on his cock. And he's like, oh my God, I have to have you again. So of course, one thing leads to another. He's back inside of me. He's on top of me, fucking me like crazy. And this is the point where my pussy starts to get sore, like really fucking sore. I remember you telling me that. And I said something to him about it getting sore. And he's like, what, you don't want this cock anymore? And I was like, no, I still want it. And he's like, good, because I'm not done with you. And then it became one of the most animalistic sessions I've ever had in my entire life. He is growling in my ear. He's choking me. He is he's saying the naughtiest fucking shit. And I just can't even at this point, I can't even form words. I'm so orgasmed out that my brain is just off for, you know, it's like the the link between my brain and my mouth has been cut off. <laughs> yeah, I totally get that. I'm not saying fucking anything. I'm just moaning and moaning and he makes me come again. And I had this crazy orgasm and I squirted every fucking where all over him, all over the bed, fucking everywhere to the point that when it was all done, I actually got up and was kind of sitting at the edge of the bed and it was a long, big bed and the edge of the bed was even soaked. Yeah, you were telling me, well, of course you tried to get linens changed and all that stuff (laughs) so fucking crazy so he pulls out of me he lays next to me then he goes and kind of cleans himself up and (laughs) we're sitting in the bed together and i'm like every inch of this entire bed is soaked right now he's like yeah i can't tell if it's cum or sweat i was like it's a thousand percent both (laughs) no doubt combination of all the above but it was just such a it really was this release for me because it was with an amazing man Um, that I really have enjoyed getting to know, but it was so much more than that. I feel like our chemistry sexually is such that I don't have to think. I don't have to come up with things. I don't have to make decisions. I trust him to make decisions in that moment. And what results is this crazy fucking off the wall, intense primal sex. And it was wonderful. I felt like I had a therapy session or something afterwards. He leaves. He goes to work for a couple of hours. I just laid there in fucking bliss. I could barely move. I mean, my legs were still shaking. My head was foggy. I felt like I'd had four drinks. (laughs) That's what it felt like in that moment. It was Sure. so fucking hot i'm sure it was a, just a combination of absolutely everything and that's something i think people don't they don't really put a lot of emphasis on is the the new experiences right it's intense sexual experience but then it's everything else well and it was also that i was away from work you and right. i kind of did everything i needed to do before i went so that i could focus on the eroticism and the connection between he and i and so i didn't i wasn't constantly looking at my phone being worried about who was calling or what email i'm missing or any of those types of things you know i didn't have any real adult responsibilities i could just focus on feeling fucking good in that moment and it was amazing yeah that's a that's a huge deal it really know. was It was a sex vacation. Yeah. Well, that's just it. And being able to express yourself with someone that you enjoy being with without having the you know, the worry of what time do I need to leave? What time do I need to be home? Yeah. You know? is Bri- does Brian need to pick me up? Is right. Brian tired? Does All he need to get to things. bed? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, none of those things were a factor for me. I could really just focus kind of on myself, which I know sounds kind of selfish, but. Well, I also didn't have to worry. Right. You know, I wasn't worried. So yeah. that that's a huge deal for me. You know, because if I was, I wouldn't have been able to sleep and it would have just been a whole fucking thing. Yeah. So, yeah, but there's definitely something to be said for autonomy and being able to manage autonomy. Yeah, exactly. That's the key. So this was part one because the second day, spoiler alert, we had hours more sex before I checked out of the hotel. So I want to talk about that at a later date because the second day, I think, is really when things got 
I would say significantly more violent in the hottest way. It was a, it was a very, very aggressive dominant session. And I think it kind of unlocked a different side of me than I've experienced in a long time. So I want to cover that in its due process at a later date. I'll probably give some teasers to our Patreon members this week on our bonus episode. So if you want those before anyone else hears about it, make sure you head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers to join us there. If you want the significantly more X or triple X rated stuff, i.e. I have a very hot scene that I'm putting up this week with a creator that, oh my God, I have been dying to have this man fuck me. And it finally happened. Yeah, and luckily he lives about seven minutes away from us. <laughs> so I'm going to be putting that on my OnlyFans this week. If you want to see that, it's OnlyFans.com slash front porch swingers. Keep in mind, we have a ton of events coming up, including something that we're super excited to announce to you guys, Tease Las Vegas. So this is a, think of it as like a lifestyle speakeasy with a twist, if you will. Very much so. It's very kind of exclusive and bougie and sexy and awesome. And the very first one is happening July 1st. And we're actually doing zero cover for that specific event. Super limited ticketing. Zero cover, zero, uh, zero anything. It's open bar open bar it's private uh the space is limited we're only going to put somewhere between 50 and 75 people in this place every saturday the first saturday of every month july 1st of course being the first one this one is free uh just get to members.frontporchswingers.com fill out a profile and give us an rsvp we'll send you the info Yeah, we're super excited. And we're doing the first one for free because we really want to show people what it's all about. I mean, this is going to be a brand new concept that nobody has really ever been able to do. I don't think in the country before. Um, So again, if you want more information on that or any of our upcoming events, head on over to members.frontporchswingers.com. And I think that's what we have for you guys this time. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks, everybody.